You are listening to the Living the Life of Kylie podcast with your host, Kylie Ria. Thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Kylie and you are listening to the Living the Life of Kylie podcast, an eclectic mix podcast. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. Happy New Year and all of this. Um, I thought it was about time I did another one, um, <laughs> one of my podcasts. Um, as many of you may be aware, um, I have recently been diagnosed with ADHD. I was given some medication and nothing has really worked so far. Uh, nothing seems to be making me better or making me less of me than I am. And I don't know what I was expecting. I guess I was just hoping for that all of a sudden, ding, I'm not me anymore. Now I can succeed at life. We're not quite there yet. So I do have another review coming up and I'll keep you updated in relation to that. Um, but it led me to thinking about all of this silly, impulsive, ridiculous, mad things that I've done across the years without actually recognising that it is because of, let's just call it an external, internal, influency kind of issue that I didn't know I had. I just thought it was me being a dickhead. Sorry, Dad. Uh, I'm not allowed to swear on this podcast anymore um, because Dad says it cheapens me. So thank you, Dad. Um, <laughs> maybe I just have to come with a warning. Dad, don't listen to this bit. Um do, do we know how to do bleeps on this? We'll just do bleeps. Um, so I've made a few notes, actually, um, of things in the past that have uh, affected me and things I've done that you just think, well, that's not normal. But it has been normal for me. So uh, a year ago today, I went to a pantomime with my very best friend, Lara, and her beautiful children and her husband. And mum and dad came with me and Arnie. And it was all well and good and mum and dad went off that way we went off this way we parked in different car parks and that's when i realized i didn't have my keys um i realized they've actually probably fallen out of my pocket while in the um while in the theater so I went back and it was all it was all locked up oh my god mum and dad had already gone lara didn't have enough seats in the car to fit me and arnie in um so she sort of like stayed around until I was able to get a hold of dad. And I was like, dad, I... <laughs> dad, um, I know that you're halfway home now. However, I think I've lost my car keys. Um, could you come and, and pick me and Arnie up? So by that time, we'd gone to McDonald's and I thought, well, we'll just try and like bunker down in there. So this was a year ago. So it was like cold. January is like quite cold. Luckily, it wasn't raining, but we got so excited about seeing some of the members of the cast afterwards that we just, I don't know, I just got so excited and oh, I left my coat on the on the side. <laughs> and what I realised had happened was is that I'd actually left the coat minus the, no, I left the keys minus the coat, picked the coat up, left the keys underneath this great big Christmas tree, which is all well and good, but... Um, yeah, I had to wait until someone declared. So anyway, I'm jumping ahead. Dad and mum come and picked me and Arnie up, by which time we were actually inside the Weatherspoons. 
but we'd been kicked out because Arnie, only being seven at the time, wasn't allowed to come into the Weatherspoons. There is an age restriction that applies after eight o'clock. Thank you so much. So I was out there and I made friends with these lovely girls uh, called Hayley and Alex. Still friends with them on Facebook. Hi, girls. Um, and they were so lovely. They went in and got Arnie a hot chocolate and they just sat with us. And Arnie, by this time, I think it was like half ten, nearly eleven. He was just like really tired. So <laughs> I had scooped him up, put him in my jacket. And I just sat in the smoking area with them like that. This is great. Weatherspoons grows end. If you know it, you know it. If you don't know it, you are missing out, my friends. Um, so that was interesting. That was a year ago today. So it really did get me thinking, what on earth have I been doing with my life? About oh, 12, maybe 15 years ago, I worked in a shop and um, <laughs> I went for a night out before. It must have been like a, must have been a Saturday night. And I thought, I know what I'll do. I'm probably not going to be feeling very well in the morning. So what I will do is that I'll pack my bag ready for work. The, the following day so all i need to do is get up have a wash change my clothes and then off i go again which in theory is probably one of the best ideas i could have ever had which is fine but when you wake up in the morning and don't remember that you've actually done that the night before you do suddenly realize that you're slowly starting to lose your mind so with that i went running downstairs and i was like uh I, I need you. I need you to take me to. I need you to take me to work. And they're like, what? What? what why? Why? What have you done? I was like, well, I can't find my keys. For God's sake, Kylie, this happens every single time. Every time you go out, you lose something, and that's true. Like I, I'd lose, I would lose things. But I wasn't. I didn't. Do, this wasn't on purpose. I'd purposefully and with all good intentions in the world decided that I will prepare my bag the night before, leave it on the side, ready to go, leave my keys at home so I knew I wouldn't lose them. Alas. I lost my keys, couldn't find them. I spent six weeks getting the bus from uh, Vigo Village to Blue Water, which is one hour, 10 minutes on the 308. Thank you very much. Uh, £5.25 a time. That's a return. £3.60 if you just get in one way. If I was lucky enough which I was a lot of the time, mum and dad would come and get me, but they were fuming and I couldn't understand what I'd done with them because I, I, I just, well, I didn't know. So that was fun. I actually had to get a work colleague's husband to drive and meet me on the Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, my God, it makes me cringe thinking about it. Hi, um, I'm wondering what you're up to. Sunday morning at bloody quarter past nine in the morning. Is there any chance that your husband would drive up your keys so I could open the store and trade? Good work, Kai. Nice one. Um, Blue Water, the first ever phone I ever had. It was a, a Sagan something God knows whatever. It's like a little bubble shape and it was silver and it had like a little aerial at the top. Oh. Um, I got a bubble gum sort of case for it. Somehow, I don't even know where. I think I got it from like a charity shop or Clinton's or something. Um, went to the cinema with mum and dad and left it, just tucked down the side of the chair, just left it there, didn't really... Didn't even realise that it had gone because at the time, you weren't glued to your phones. It was sort of just... <laughs> lost that. Lost that phone. Uh, that was about four or five months I was without a phone. Uh then we went to Blue Water once and I was like, oh, let me just let me just ask quickly because the phone might be there. I might be able to 
it was there legend talk about the power of manifestation because i knew it was going to be there and i never gave up so there you go but my memory my memory has always been a bit flaky like if if i'm if i'm going on holiday i will start packing two weeks before but if i'm and then i'll start obsessing about that but if i'm actually <laughs> if i'm in a rush no it's gone or I'll, or I'll overpack and overcompensate for everything that I don't need, but I'll end up taking things that I need. Like if I start a new job, going into their offices, you don't know if, if you're allowed to eat lunch at your desk. You don't know if you're allowed to, you know, bring your own lunch. You don't know if there's like a little lunch spot there, a little canteen, or if there's like a cafe nearby. I get such hunger anxiety. It takes me to the next level. And then I just end up taking so much with me because I just think, well, I, I can't stand being hungry and I don't like being told when I can and cannot eat. It really, it really gives me a lot of issues. Um, so I, you know, at school I used to take in on a Monday morning, yesterday's Sunday roast leftovers. Why not? Block of beef, <laughs> block of cheese. <laughs> They're like roast potatoes in like a little sachet there and like a little sandwich bag and tinfoil parcels. I used to sit there, <laughs> sit there with a knife, just carving it up. Would anyone like a bit of beef? Look, just there. Would anyone like a bit? No, no, no. No one really took, took me up on the offer. That's fine. That's fine. But I did get in a lot of trouble. I was always chucked out of the library. My friend Nikki Jennings would, uh, would vouch me on that. I remember not ever being allowed to eat in there, but my friend Ricky, I was like, look, I've just been chucked out for eating yesterday's roast dinner at 11.32 of the morning. I bet you, you go in there with this packet of salt and vinegar Walker's crisps. Offer her one. She won't be telling you off, will she? Oh, hell no. So he did. And I wasn't wrong. I was spot on, absolutely right. And there he goes, walks in, packet of crisps, smug as anything. You know, you won't catch me on the gingerbread man. Oh no, she was like, oh yes, I'll have one. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> but you've just told me off for eating a roast dinner. I mean, granted, it's it's a bit different, but the the it just blew my mind. We were in absolute hysterics about that. School was tough. School was tough for me. I I didn't I just spent a lot of my time laughing, messing around, joking, never really taking anything too seriously, because I think if I took anything too seriously, it would just I would just end up exploding. I had a lot of trouble socially. That's just one of those things which I think most people go through. Uh, but I didn't succeed academically. I didn't really succeed socially until year 11. And then year 12, everything changed all over again. So it was just ridiculous. But <laughs> when I was in year 13, it was like last day of school. I was like, right, everyone dressed up as pirates. And everyone's like, yeah, okay, great. No one dressed up as pirates. It was just me. Um, so I went there with my stripy top, cut off trousers and some boots. No, no one else. No one else, just me. It was fine. I think maybe two or three other people did, but everyone's like, yeah, okay, all right, guy, we'll do that. He ignored me. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't really, you know, whatever anyway. But in the morning, I always used to go to the, um, the, 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 it's like a canteen sort of like thing. And they were setting up this morning for exams. Of course, it's the end of the year, set up for exams. And I walked through to go and get my bagels for Derrily. I did it every morning. And then my drama teacher, no, it wasn't my drama teacher. 
my English teacher, um, Mr. Wright, he was laying all the tables out and all the papers on the cards. He was like, oh, Kylie, this is where you're going to be sitting for your English reset this morning. This is where I'm, this is where I'm going to be doing what? You're going to be sat here for your English reset this morning. What? What do you mean English reset? What English reset? I didn't put in for an English reset. What am I resetting? What English am I resetting? I've never, I've never heard of anything more ridiculous. I was dressed as a pirate. I had a bandana. I had stripy top, cut off shorts, boots. And you're telling me, two metal plaits, long plaits. And you're telling me that, and a side, side fringe. You're telling me that I've got to sit here and do an English reset exam of an exam that I don't even remember sitting in the first place. Oh, are you joking? I was like, sir, what are you what are you talking about? I've never done this. I've never I've never sat. I've never what are you talking about? So anyway, we went in and I did sit the exam. I went back out to my friends, my um friends with the the roast dinner crew. And they found it absolutely hilarious, which they would do, because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you find it funny? Because it was very funny, but it, it was the to sit there in in the hall at Rootham School, dressed as the flipping pirate, with a bandana, the teachers walking back and forth, followed like just sat round with a load of Year Elevens at the back of the hall. Me just sitting there going, "Well, I don't remember reading this book in the first place." Captain Crelly's mandolin. Thank you very much. I wonder if I've still got it up there. Well, I wouldn't have got rid of it because the hoarder in me says no. But that was horrendous. That was horrendous. <laughs> that wasn't the only time I've sort of come unstuck. I remember homework was always a big thing for me. I couldn't ever sit down and go, right, this is the assignment. Let's write about it. Let's write about it. Miss Kelvy was probably the only one. She was my RE teacher who actually used the same sort of point evidence explanation, point evidence explanation, and would drum it into us. So we didn't really have to think twice about writing these essays because we could just write them out because we knew in Genesis, you know, blah, 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 the world was created in seven days and on the seventh day, blah. And it, it still stays in my mind now. It is amazing. But when you've got to analyse the lighting of a drama studio and what the lighting represents and what the Lion King and the costumes represent and symbolise and it's just all a bit much, right, this hood's coming down because I'm getting really hot. Um... So I didn't really do too well with the written. They did say, "Oh, you're meant to be getting a, you're meant to be getting a A star. You're, you're going to get an A star in drama." And I was like, "Oh no, um, I didn't. I got a B. But that's fine. That's fine because Bs are better than probably any of the other grades I've ever got. I got two Bs, three Cs, four Ds, and an E, which I loved because B you get two of, and that's the second letter in the alphabet." Three C's, third letter in the alphabet, four D's, fourth letter in the alphabet, and an E that you just don't really need to think about. So essentially, I smashed it. But A-levels, I got home, I got off the bus, and my drama teacher was sat in Mum and Dad's lounge telling them that I hadn't done any of my, <laughs> any of my coursework that needed to be submitted three weeks ago. Well, it wasn't a surprise to me. I knew that. So why, 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 why are you... Why are you telling why? Why? Where's the code of, you know, 
teacher student confidentiality. You know, I feel like I've been, I feel like I've been done over there. Uh, but no, she was right. I think I got my friends to help me. They always would help me and, and I'd sit and go, right, what, what, what am I saying? What am I saying for this? What, what am I doing for this? I just wasn't, I just wasn't very good. I just wasn't good. Time scales, time scales and deadlines. And then as soon as you miss the deadline, I'm like, oh, I've missed it. So, so that's fine. I've just missed it. I've done it. It's gone. No, but I can also be very impulsive as well. Which I, well, I don't know why that would be a surprise, but to to <laughs> I knew my parents were going to go to New Zealand, twenty nineteen for my dad's sixtieth um, birthday. Amazing! All the family were going back home. It's where my dad's from. That's been over here since seventy nine, I think it was. No, it wouldn't have been. Well, I don't know. Um, got married in nineteen eighty. What is it? Might be wrong. Might say one, two, one, two. Two, two, two. Yes, it was two. Um, but, you know, a week before they, well, they left and I text them saying, right, well, I'm I'm booking a flight. And then a week later, I went to New Zealand for a long weekend. Because <laughs> why wouldn't you? And I was so unwell. The jet lag is real. I'm not a very good traveller anyway in terms of sickness. I had high premises when I was pregnant with Arnie. Um, and that was... It was, for me, comparable to travel sickness, downing a bottle of, like, whiskey, like, bourbon, hangover, a stomach bug, gastric flu, which I think is a stomach bug, and um, food poisoning and morning sickness. And it just wasn't just morning sickness. It was just constant. Um, so... Yeah, for ADHD, you either go in or you don't go in. And I just went in. In you go. That was just one of those things I think I just had to do. But now I'm like a professional expert chunderupera. <laughs> it makes no difference to me whatsoever whether I chunder now or later, but it's happening and I can do it on cue. Um, so that is a bit of an issue, actually. Um, but as you can see, I do still have show you here <laughs> my christmas trees so the 28th of december i was like right that's it i've had enough i am not entertaining this christmas shizzle anymore and started to take down my christmas trees all the baubles came off everything like this alas it is now the 2nd of janvier and the christmas trees are still up but the baubles are off so they've been like that now since the 28th, which is 28, 29, 30, 31, 2. It's six days I've been. <laughs> I might just call them January trees because I don't, I don't know what to do with them. And they're winding me up. And all it would take is just two seconds. Two seconds to take those down. That top bit comes off. You fold it up. Away you go. Off it is. But no, no, it's just too much for me to take. Um, and this medication, although it's been helping, I actually haven't felt <laughs> any different apart from initially sort of the anxiety and the feet flapping. Um, I feel like it slowed me down. My thoughts aren't so manic, although it probably doesn't sound like it. My thoughts aren't as manic, but 
I feel like my legs aren't working to the rate that I need them to work. So then I just simply just don't. I just go, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I just can't do it. I just, I know what I've got a list as long as my big toe <laughs> that I need to do, which I know probably you probably only fit on like three things on that toe, but I've got quite a big toe. General like that one. Um, but it's, it's, I'm writing it down and I'm going, right, okay, I need to do this. I'm going to categorise my life this year. So it's going to be uh, career, finances, home and something else, which I can't remember, which I thought would be really good. And then I thought, right, I'll do one thing a day from each of those categories. Well, I won't do that, will I? No, because then the list is too long and then I just can't do it. And this is this is where I need to have my next appointment and just go help Help me because I can barely make a meal at the minute because it just overwhelms me too much. It's just I'm I'm still not. I don't know if it's the Christmas period. I don't know if it's if it's bloody. I don't know what it is. Oh, let me just get that out of the way. I don't know what it is, but it is something that is affecting me. <laughs> and I've had enough. I've had enough. So things are going to change but probably just not yet. So there we go. I think I have chewed your ears off long enough now. I think that would do. But I hope that's a bit of an insight as to what the Jeff has happened over my life to be so chaotic as it is and to be so um, bloody ridiculous. I lose things. I... But I lose things, but then it's really funny at the same time. Like, I lose things, things get put upon me. I end up in these ridiculous situations that you just think, why and how have I got into this? But then it happens again the next time, so I don't ever learn. But um, what I will say is it is what it is. And I know it's really tough because I am wanting to change. I'm not wanting to be like this anymore. I'm not wanting to be who who I am. And that was really tough before I became medicated. You know, I remember speaking to mum and dad and being in a real, real state and saying, I just don't want to be me anymore. I can't deal with being me. You know, I can't deal with always being a failure. I've never succeeded at anything in my life. I've never completed anything in my life other than um, being with Arnie, you know, if if I've if I've been able to do something which I'm very very proud of, and it's being his mum, and I don't mean that in a really like, oh, I'm just so proud to be your mum. I am because I've never been able to be so in tune with who I am, and understanding the struggles that I had, perhaps when I was Arnie's age, as to being able to recognise what needs to be done to help nurture and grow him as a person. So, I. I'm glad to be as insightful as I am. But, God, I just want a day off. But then when I get a day off, nothing gets done because I'm then, and then I just can't and then I'm on the back foot. I'm constantly waiting for the next hyper-focused moment. And as I say, I think it is because of the Christmas period and losing track of days. I think once Arnie goes back to school, which is on the... Where are we now? What day are we on? Wednesday. Right. Last day of school tomorrow back to it on the Wednesday then I can start walking all the dogs again and doing this and going to the post office and doing the um, merchandise managing and you know I've got some fantastic ideas that I want to present 
um, to Patrick and Randy and Marco. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I can't do this. Why, why, why can't you do this? Why can't you do this? What's your problem? So <laughs> I'm just I'm just speaking out loud, really. I'm just speaking out loud. But um, there's a bit of an insight for you. Wow, you're going to need to lie down after listening to that. Um, thank you very much for joining me. This is podcast numero two. Uh, I need to work on my languages. Um, I'm very grateful for all of the support that I've received um, this far. I am very, very grateful. Um, I know it's not always easy to listen to someone that is as fast-paced manic as I am. I do not... Belittle. Am I thinking of the right word here? I, I do not... Oh, yeah. I don't overlook the commitment <laughs> it takes to be listening to someone's rubbish uh, and craziness. But I am very grateful. As I say, it's not always going to be an ADHD podcast. I just wanted to give you an update because when I've launched it, I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. And then suddenly I'm like, what's going on over there? You know, but I am fully invested in this. I, I really believe that I can touch the hearts of people god that sounds ridiculous doesn't it but i feel like i can i feel like i can and i really want to and i'm really motivated to do it but it's just the action of putting one one foot in front of the other that i'm finding a bit difficult at the minute um that being said i got off my bum and i did this one so i mean excuse me being in my my little funky whatever this is called oodle oodle hoodie hoodle what is it called a hoodle Whatever it's called, Amazon, 25 quid, thank you. <laughs> Hashtag use my discount code for discount, 25% off. Hashtag Kai. Um, that's it. Thank you very much. I'm wishing you all a very, very happy new year. Um, thank you very much again for all of your love and support and all of your patience for listening to me this long. <laughs> my name is Kylie Rhea. You've been listening to the Living the Life of Kylie podcast an eclectic mix podcast and i'm very grateful to have you join me thank you very much until next time ciao main